Hello y bienvenidos to Mustangs in the Field, a podcast which not only celebrates our community, but also a tool to help current Milwaukee students see a path towards a potential career. I hope to inspire our current students to see school as an important step in helping them achieve their future goals by sharing stories of Milwaukee graduates and their journeys. I'm your host, Roberto Aguilar, a longtime and proud school counselor at Milwaukee High School and the Milwaukee Academy Arts in our lovely city of Milwaukee, Oregon. I'd like to take a moment to acknowledge the wonderful folks of the Mustang Born Alumni Scholarship Foundation who work tirelessly year after year to provide annual scholarships to several deserving Mustang graduates. You can assist and donate to the Mustang Born Alumni Scholarship Fund by utilizing Amazon Smile, the Fred Meyer Community Rewards Program, participate in the monthly bottle drop activity, PayPal, and many, many more ways. To learn more, check out the Mustang Born Fund website at www.mustangbornfund with a d at the end.com. Now, I hope you're enjoying that background music that you're listening to right now. It's by Milwaukee graduate Morea Massa, M O O R E A M A S A. She's a lovely individual, and this is one of my all time favorite songs. So please enjoy, and thank you for tuning in to Mustangs in the Field and sticking with me throughout this hiatus. Go Mustangs. I see you fighting that fight too. And when you leave, I'm here for you. Welcome to Mustangs in the Field. Today's guests are Jessica and Seth Coverstone, class of 2011 and 2012. How are you all doing? Good. We're doing good. All right, awesome. So, just to you know, make it clear for everybody, the purpose, the goal, hope is really that current students are listening and they're thinking, man, I don't know what I want to do. That person did that, or they're doing that. How do I get to do that, right? Or what's it like? Okay, so that's kind of the goal. So, you know, there doesn't have to be a perfect path because there never is going to be one. All right, but first we need to know who you are. So, whichever would like to go first. Okay, right. uh, my name is Seth Coverstone. Uh, I graduated in 2011. Uh, pretty much local my entire life. Yeah. You know, up, up to that point. All right. I graduated. I want to know, like, I'm always curious. What would if you had to like have the label, like the high school label, what was that group that you would have been labeled? Man, uh, I was kind of all over the place. Um, I did sports, I did, um, I, you know, had a job, had my own little like landscaping business for a while, so I, I was kind of all over the place. I didn't have any one group of friends, you know? Yeah. Kind of wherever. All right. Okay, Jess, how about you? All right, I called you Jess. Bye-bye. It's okay. I go by Jess. Uh, my name is Jessica Coverstone. I graduated in 2012. Um, I have three kids. Woo! Yeah, lots of kids. Um, I'm a stay-at-home mom, and it's a, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. We, we have three kids. We, oh, yeah. Yeah. Both of us together. 
Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I, I hate it when they say, your daughter did this. I'm like, wait, that's our daughter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how about you? What, what uh, label would you have been in high school, do you think? Um, probably athletes. I hung out with, um, I want to say I had a pretty diverse friend group. Um, like, I hung out with um, Seth and his friends my junior year, senior year. Um, it was definitely different than the soccer players and football players that I usually hung out with. So that was, I think, I think I kept it, kept it, you know, I don't know how to describe it, diverse. Yeah. Um, but yeah, soccer players probably. All right. I know. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that for sure in a little bit. So I want to, you know, thank you for sharing, right, who you are, what you, how you think you identified then, and mm -hmm. there's been growth, right, since then. So part of that growth, though, is, you know, especially because we're talking about students here, is that career. And so I'll start with you, Jess, because mm -hmm. you said you're a mom, right, stay-at-home mom, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. Like, you know... I don't, I'm not going to ask, like, what's the day-to-day -day because I know that's a lot of work. <laughs> what I want to ask is, like, where did you – so many women feel like they have to be everything, right? They have to be the, the perfect stay-at-home mom, have the perfect dinner made, and they're supposed to work. Like, did you work? How did you manage that? Like, those kind of questions. That's why I want to work. And then, and then how this is the best decision for you, really. Yeah. Um, well, I – when Seth and I first got married, um, I pretty much dropped everything and moved to California. I was going to college up here, and then um, I moved down there to San Diego, and I got a job, whatever first job I could get, so I could buy myself a car. And because we were eighteen and nine or nineteen and twenty, so it was a lot of brand new stuff. So I worked for about six months, and then we moved farther away and I, from my job, so I quit that job and then we got pregnant with our first daughter and I was like, well, I'm just gonna, just, just gonna take care of myself for now because luckily I was able to, mm -hmm. I'm, you know, lucky to be. Um, and then I came up here quite a bit because I was really homesick. I never left here growing up, I didn't do anything else. So when I moved a thousand miles away, it was really hard to be away from my parents, especially. So I came up here a lot that first couple of years. When I was on deployments and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Any excuse, really. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, and then when we moved up here, I started working in ophthalmology and that was really fun. I liked it a lot. I did that for about four, three or four years mm -hmm. and recently stopped when we had our son in April. All right. Yeah. So ever since then, I being a mom is awesome. It's so much fun, and it's a it is a lot of hard work. And honestly, is less work when I was working. But now we have a kid in school, and I get to spend a lot of quality time with the other two. So it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's a game changer when when one or two go to school. It's like yeah. holy cow. But then <laughs> but then there's other challenges like like I'm like okay going to piano, dropping that one off, picking up that one, going to dance, dropping that one, you know, it's like, yeah. you're looking forward to a lot, a lot more fun. Yeah. Yeah. So you alluded to San Diego. I was going to say, what the heck? Why'd you make her move to oh, yeah. San Diego? But then you said something about deployment. Tell, so what happened with you? Yeah. So, um, you know, kind of at the end of your senior year or just actually the start of your senior year. Hey, what are you going to do? You know, they really want to get you job oriented and, um, 
ever since I was a little kid, I really wanted to fly jets was my thing when I was a little kid. Yeah. And then it kind of switched to helicopters. Uh, one of my birthdays, there's a, you know, like a helicopter that flew over us real low and slow. And I just thought that was the coolest thing. And so I originally thought I was going to be in the Air Force. Like, that's what I wanted to do. So I told, you know, all the counselors here, like, nope, don't need to take the test. You know, I'm, this is what I'm going to do. So <laughs> I went to the recruiting office and um, Air Force, you know, recruiter wasn't there, but the Marine Corps recruiter said, ah, you don't want to, you don't want to be in the Air Force, man. You want to be in the Marine Corps. <laughs> well, you know, if you guys had helicopters, I'd be all about it. He said, well, yeah, we do have helicopters. Have you ever seen any movie about Vietnam? And I said, yeah. He said, that helicopter that they're flying around, we still have those. You know, they're upgraded. Way more powerful. You, this is what you want to do. <laughs> so I looked into it for a little bit, and yep, I, uh, I enlisted in the Marine Corps. Um, and so, yeah, right out of high school, I left, uh, I think, two months after we graduated. Went down to San Diego. Um, went through boot camp, went through all my schooling, and I became a door gunner on H-1 aircraft. Uh, so, awesome job. Um, multiple deployments, a lot of... Uh, a lot of training exercises and stuff all throughout the western United States. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was, uh, did eight and a half years and ended up getting out 2019 uh, due to an injury that wouldn't let me continue flying. So, just, all right, I'm going to find something else, you know, to do here. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So you missed that. Oh, I miss it every day. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great job. I tell everybody it was the best job I ever had. And military experience is varied by people. Mm-hmm. People have, you know, you talk to one guy and, man, I hated it. It was the worst experience I ever had. I can't believe people do that. And uh, it, it's really what you make of it. You know, you can be real miserable, have a terrible time, or you can just make the best of every bad situation, which there's a lot of bad situations, <laughs> you know, in military. So. But yeah, I mean, you can't beat that flying around on a plane every day. Yeah. So now you're here. I'm here. Yep. So um, so I got out. Uh, they have some separation services. They kind of get you oriented. Hey, you go, do you want to go to school? Do you want to, you know, do you want to use your military experience to try and transition into the civilian world? Um, and they kind of open up up to you on what your possibilities are, and I was very fortunate. I had a lot of really good opportunities coming out of um, aviation. You know, uh, Lockheed Martin, Textron, Northrop Grumman, SpaceX, you know, all these companies. Hey, are you transitioning veteran with aviation experience? They have recruiters there, you know, trying to snatch you up. Hey, come work for us. Yeah. Uh, and so I kind of interviewed with a few of them, but we really wanted to come back here. You know, you're away from fa- your family for eight and a half years you just want to come back and, yeah um, I had some family members that were not in such good a health you know hey I want to go home for a little while so we kind of talked about it and that's what we decided to do we came back here there weren't a lot of real good aviation companies up here there are some but most of them are down south or San Diego you know um, and I had family that's in the trade mm-hmm. and right out the gate you know the Trades is an op- awesome opportunity. There's no college required. Um, if you get into an apprenticeship, they'll put you through a program that'll give you 
a degree, you know, upon graduation. Um, it's a lot of commitment. Yeah. You know, you have currently I'm going to school for three hours a night on Monday and Wednesday, on top of working anywhere from sixty to seventy hours a week. Wow. And with three kids, you know, it it can be a lot to balance out, but. Uh, you make a hundred thousand dollars a year without a college degree. Yeah. You know, so it definitely has its ups and downs. Um, yeah, it's a good thing you have a rock at home. Holy absolutely. cow, sixty to seventy hours a week and yeah. then school. It's uh, it's a big commitment. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I'm definitely very grateful to have Jessica at home and uh, somebody you can really trust. You know, to be a positive influence on your kids and yeah, she's great. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Before rolling, I got it. I need the so for a minute, like literally, like a minute, maybe a week. I was gonna be a marine because you know the best of the best, right? I was a, you know, people don't know I was a very successful high school wrestler, right? So I was like, that's the one for me. I, that's, nothing else would ever work. But then all my family are in the military, so I was uh -huh. like, they did that so I could do something different. So I'm gonna do something different. There you go. Right. So that's how it worked. You know, loans, a lot of loans later, it's a different story, right? But it all worked out. Yeah. Um, but, so you said gunner. So, like, you're, like, hanging out the door and, like, like crazy wind in your face type of thing? So my job has a lot of, it had a lot of very unique uh, positions in it. Um, but, yeah, that's a, a big portion of the job. I explain it because when people hear that, like, what you got yeah. is exactly what I'm going for. You know, they understand... You're flying in a helicopter and you're shooting stuff out of the side of it. But yeah. uh, it's a lot more in-depth than that. Um, you know, you become mechanically uh, able to work on the plane, every aspect of the plane, because, you know, if something happens, you're the guy to fix it. It's you and the pilots. Yeah. And the pilots, they're, busy. they're all officers, <laughs> so, you know, so they take oh. care of officer stuff and you take care of the plane. And, you know, that's the way it's always been in the military. Um, as far as aviation stuff goes, but yeah, so it's it's every aspect of maintenance that you can think of, you know, uh, gearbox changes and uh, transmission changes and maintenance inspections and yeah, every, every aspect of it. And then on top of that, you know, you're studying. There's, it sounds very simple, but there's a lot of uh, in-depth training that goes on to be a successful air crewman yeah well that's you know they don't just take anybody right you gotta you gotta get a diploma at least and then you have to have the that's brains right. to figure things out as well that's right? right so yeah like a like my, my whole family is military so i have a big respect for military folk um and then you said trades but you didn't say what you do oh trades. yeah so i'm a steam fitter um in more plain terms i'm a pipe welder specifically uh, but my trade, we do everything pipe related. So welding, gluing, any kind of copper, plastic, you know, like PVC, carbon steel, stainless steel, any kind of uh, piping process or mechanical process is basically what uh, what our field covers. So yeah, any kind of heating water systems, boiler systems, chiller systems, uh, it's, it goes on and on and on and on, but, um, yeah, I'm currently working out in Hillsborough at a high-tech facility chip plant, which is, you know, the big demand right now yeah. um, with uh, with COVID. 
and people not being able to get chips, they want to crank out as many of these factories as they can. So, yeah, yeah, and you have to keep it cool. That's right, right. right? Yeah. You got to keep it cool or hot <laughs> or whatever they need supplied to the chips. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, so I want to ask. I think because I already think I know the answer. I'm going to skip down here a little bit. My questions. I feel like I know what your motivation is right on a daily basis but I want to hear like what motivates you because I feel like students are like why does this matter like what what today oh, yeah. why does this matter right Absolutely. And so so like what's that motivation and maybe you didn't have students is there or children right what's the motivation that keeps you going with kids aside because I think kids are a big part of it I I had that mentality yeah uh, probably my sophomore year on was like why you know, why do I need to do all this? And uh, I want to succeed. You know, I, I want the success. I want to, uh, I don't want to work forever, you know? So, um, you know, I, I have a goal in mind of what I want at a, by a certain time, and that's what I want to achieve. And I've set pretty high expectations. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it keeps you going every morning. You got to wake up and grind for it. I agree. Always, always hustling. That's one of my, that's one of my, actually it was on our shirt one year for our soccer team. Always hustling. Um, Well, thanks for sharing. I'm wondering, so I want to talk about school, right? When we're here at school, like you alluded to, like you had that mentality, like what's the point, whatever. I'm always wondering, was there a person or like a moment in school that you can remember or, or maybe a moment not in school, but like on the field, like for you, like that you thought, you know, kind of like, like this is a lesson. This this is like something that helps me click, and it's and it might be even something that you still think about today that helps you with, with your thing. Like maybe it's like the grind, right? I don't know where you got the grind, but do you all have? Can you share? Do you, do you can you think of something, a lesson or a, a a person from the school that could help you? And it could be no one. You could say. Aguilar was a crappy counselor, right? <laughs> and I, and I, I, don't, I wasn't your counselor, and I, I'm not sure if I was yours or not. But um, You were my counselor for a short period before I switched over. They said, hey, we're going to start this cool thing called Ma. Are you interested? Uh-huh. I was like, man, I don't know what that is, so I'll give it a shot. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had a couple. Uh, the first one was Mr. Blacksmith. Mm. Um, At Ma? Yep. He was a biology teacher. Um yeah, he would not let me cut corners on stuff, you know, and he would catch you. He knew how to call you out when you needed called out for stuff. Um, yeah, and he wouldn't let you slide on it. And, uh, yeah, that's that's always going to have some good weight. And then um, Scott Walker. Wow. Yeah, he, uh, at the end of my senior year, I was struggling, and... Um, he definitely went above and beyond for me to help me uh, basically get it together. Kind of sat me down, met me, um, you know, like, hey, let's let's talk about this because this is a reality here. Mm-hmm. Like, the, you need this piece of paper to graduate. And I, I wasn't really a bad student, but my senior year, I just kind of stopped caring. Um, and yeah, he, hey, man, you need to get it together. Let's mm-hmm. sit down. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. How about you, Jess? Uh, For me, I think uh, Kelly 
Hyde. I think it's Sanchez now. Sanchez now, yeah. Um, she was always, I spent every day with her, uh, even when soccer season wasn't on. I was her TA for like two periods a, a day, like each trimester, semester, trimester. <laughs> Uh, she just kind of kept me on track. I slipped really easily. My senior year, I think I I did not go to many classes. I went to a lot of PE and played soccer, and she was, she was very, she caught me once, and it was pretty early on in me getting into the habit, and she was like, listen, this is not how you succeed. You are going to lose your scholarship. You're going to not be able to graduate if you keep skipping class to go to place play play pretty much whatever mm-hmm. they were doing and I trusted her and I still do I talk to her occasionally still 10 years later mm-hmm. but she had a huge impact on all of our academic habits especially because not only because she wanted us to be able to play soccer here but because she wanted she truly cared that we succeed after we left and yeah. she checks in on us still and yeah i've missed her a lot <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know i love i loved hanging out with coach hyde right at that time yeah. and um you know we had some fun times so we're, we're gonna go down the soccer route right now <laughs> so um you know some of the things that i loved is your your crew in particular and coach you know kelly hyde now Sanchez, she was like, you all were open to like trying something. Cause I was like, we're one family. Like you are our sisters. That's how I saw it. Mm-hmm. Like, or, you know, I didn't ever see myself as like a dad to y'all, <laughs> but like we should be doing things together. And I, th- and I think your crew, your, your, you know, your classmates were like the right people to say, yeah, let's do that. Let's be one team. And, mm-hmm. and so one of those fun trips or the only trip we ever took, right? Where you were there, right? When we went to, Kanita? Yep. Kanita. Yeah. Right. Do you remember what I made you all do before we got there? Maybe. <laughs> so that, so Kanita's, you know, fun, hot spring swimming area, like by Ben, right? So mm-hmm. if you're, if you're listening and you don't know what that is, that's like three hours away from here. <laughs> so we're on the bus, boys and girls, you know, having a good time, keeping it clean. And we're going to be all day swimming and, you know, food and whatnot. So I'm like, wait, this is still preseason stop the bus mm-hmm. everybody out i'll see you down there and so so we it was like not even a mile that no. that you all ran <laughs> you're gonna get in the like pool lot, anyway though. yeah so yeah i have pictures from that actually yeah yeah that was a lot of fun yeah and then sure. the other thing i really loved that you all helped me create get together was the co-ed soccer tournament do you remember that the yes the reunion the, the reunion event. yes reunion. i missed that that was a lot of fun i think we did that for like we my, like our team did that for three years i want to say three years now and then moved away yeah, yeah. that was awesome especially because my brother could participate and his teammates and that was really cool yeah, yeah. so and that, thank you for being here that's why so to me I didn't grow up in Milwaukee like you all, but this is like, uh, this is my 21st year. I always thought Milwaukee is very family, mm-hmm. right? And so that's what I always wanted to be when I was coaching. And that's why I, I wanted you to be on the show, right? Mm-hmm. So that way, because it's all family, uh, but not like special favors. It's like, you know, we're a family. We're doing yeah. good. 
Um, so thanks for sharing a little bit of soccer thing there. And actually, that makes me ask, so those were some of my fondest memories. What were your fondest memories while being a student here? Oh, right man. Um, so, I, honestly, the uh, track and field days, like the, when, the days where we had competitions here, mm -hmm. the meets here, that, those were my favorite. Really? Because everybody just wants to see, you know, the home team succeed here. And it was fun. Now you're out running all the events, going over to see how your friend did on this event, or you know, oh, they're running the 400. You know, I'm gonna go wait on the other side, giving that extra motivation. You know, when they're coming around the final corner. Or, yeah, that was, was great. Nice weather. You know, it was, it was most a good time. Part, most of the time, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. Oh, I would say super fanning. That was that was the peak. That is what you think of when you think of high school, yeah, and that's, that's kind of what brought us together and. We just, you know, in the fall it was football and then winter was basketball and just the crowd never got smaller. No mm -hmm. matter what happened in the games, the crowd never got smaller and we never got quieter and it was so fun. And we would travel hours to go watch these games. Down to Eugene. Yeah. 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 It was awesome. That and um, I liked, I was in choir also, that was another big part of my high school experience and we did all sorts of, we got to go to Salem, we got to go to state and we got, I think that was probably the same thing, but we got to, we got to go on retreats, mm -hmm. we went many different places, it was awesome and just sang and then we could do whatever we wanted with the rest of the day, it was really cool Yeah. and playing softball was really fun. I just it's the sports. Sports was my favorite yeah. in high school. I forgot I you did softball. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I participated. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, and so, I think the reason why I asked this question because if students are listening, because it's debatable whether they listen, <laughs> you know, getting involved makes a big difference. And mm -hmm. I, and like track, like I never knew about track until I got to Milwaukee. I mean, I knew about it, but like I never paid attention, and it is. You only actually like work hard, what like five ten minutes because your events are done, Small and it's all this hanging out and it's yeah. all love. You're all supportive, like you're saying. You're yeah. at the finish line, rooting on your teammates and whatnot. So, yeah, yeah. yep, cool. I didn't. I never would have guessed track. <laughs> all right. So now we're gonna do the reminisce. If you could tell yourself, or you know, give yourself advice to your younger self, what would that advice be? I'll start out with saying uh, stay humble and stay hungry is, you know, what I would have told myself, you know, then because I would let a very small amount of success go to my head, you know, and I could slack off and, uh, yeah, right about the time I hit the military, you know, it's, there's always a bigger sharp kind of deal. Mm -hmm. So keep, yeah, keep your nose down and keep going. Yeah, I'd say mine is similar. I, my work ethic back then um, I just it makes me sad now because I know now that I had the potential back then to be even more successful than I've become um, in many aspects but even like at my job I worked just at a grocery store and I just you know I'm just here and I wish I would have just taken it more seriously the whole thing those whole four years I mm -hmm. wish I would have I did try hard. I won't say that I completely slacked off, but 
I think I could have tried harder. Yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah, and that's, you know, unfortunately, even though I, you could tell a youngster that, mm -hmm. it, and yeah. until you experience it yourself, exactly. you don't really know, but yeah. I'm sure maybe. I was told that quite a few times. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, because you mentioned a, so a scholarship. I didn't realize. Oh, uh, yeah, to CCC. I got, uh, Chloe and I both were recruited for CCC and played a season there, and then, um, yeah, that's when I moved away, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah. That was an awesome year. We traveled a lot, and that's all I ever wanted to do was travel and play soccer. Yeah. And that's what I got to do, so it was awesome. Yep. Paid off. Even if just one one year, one season, like, oh, yeah. that was my experience, too, mm -hmm. for college soccer, so. Yeah. All right, so do you have any projects you want to share for you know, on your horizon, personal or professional, or, or if not, you keep it private, that's all good too. Uh, I think I'm going to uh, try to go back to school, at least get some, some sort of prereqs done. Now that we are kind of settled, we're done having children, uh, we're, we bought a house, so we're, sta like we moved eight times before we moved back here. Uh -huh. So we finally have a stable it's home. It's moving boxes. <laughs> So now that we feel secure in place, like we're not going to be ripped out of this home anytime soon, feels like we can start really putting in putting down roots. Yeah. So nice. I want to try to try to do something. Yeah. Not sure what yet, but I'll find out. I'm sure. That's it'll, okay. It'll come to me. <laughs> That's okay. I I I when I go to classrooms, I tell students all the time, there's teachers in this building have no clue what they want to be when they grow yeah. up. But they're doing here, they're doing their best trying to be a teacher right now, so. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah, as far as me, um, I'm about halfway through my apprenticeship right now, so I'm gonna knock that out, and then uh, wanna bounce around a little bit. There's a lot of different aspects of our trade that you can get into. Um, I've done quite a few, but there's, you know, you can go out and work a pipeline, or you can travel the country, um, and go work at nuclear facilities, or uh, petroleum refineries or natural gas facilities or you know whatever so that's what I like to do try to check some of those out yeah I'd like to try you know everywhere has their own little different situations yeah yeah and I heard you say you didn't want to work forever so it sounds like maybe down the road owning something creating yeah. a business so um, my family is a they've started rental properties um, and I want to start my own you know independent of them yeah out of stubbornness <laughs> kind of you know so uh yeah that's I'd, I'd like to get into the real estate business man that's that's where it's at i was gonna say hey i know you're not living in milwaukee but are you gonna use your family's address so you can have little mustangs i was gonna you know that's funny i our daughter when we were on our way here she asked if she could go here and i was like well i went here you're grandparents went here my grandparents went here my dad went to Putnam but that's beside the point he's kind of shunned for that but <laughs> she's she says it's a tradition but we'll see where <laughs> the next 10 years takes yeah she's got a while yeah she's got a while <laughs> yep all right okay so I have this little part at the end it's called the rodeo where we <laughs> ask you these questions there's only five but they're pretty simple so my first one is always what was your favorite spot or place at in or around the school, you know, that you really enjoyed? Oh, Mustang Market. Were you going to say that? No, I was going to say uh, it doesn't exist anymore, but the front steps out here, mm -hmm. they used to have like that one foot high ledge that went all the way around. Oh, yeah. Over here to 
the commons. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that whole area used to be nice pretty much year round. You know, if it was raining, they had the big trees out there. It's yeah. now the Mustang <laughs> in the lobby, and uh, it was sunny. You had shade. Yeah, it was a nice spot. All right, I agree. There was also actually a bench there that someone referenced in another show. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot yeah. about that bench. Yeah. yeah. So that area, Mustang Market. Mustang Market. Do they still have that? There's a version of it. There's no air hockey. There's no video oh, games. Foosball. No foosball. None of that. Yeah. 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 That, I spent every every day there for two years. <laughs> well, when I was allowed to, they didn't let lower classmen hang out there. When I was when I was a lower classmen anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I miss that. All right. What's your personal motto? So, like mine was always hustling, pretty much always. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with the stay humble, stay hungry. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great. Great principle to operate off of. Yeah. Mine is um, just do better tomorrow, every day. Try to do better, uh, what, no matter what it is. If it's doing housework better, if it's going for a longer walk with your kids, if it's teaching them something more. Uh, every day I try to just do something a little bit better yeah. than I did the day before. Because every day being a parent, you feel like, Man, I sucked that up. You know, like I could have done that so much better. There's days, Never you know, where yeah, I sit back and I'm like, oh, I could have done more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, every day sort of. I could have read them that other book they yeah. wanted or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what are you grateful for? I'm grateful for my family. Really, um, bad day, good day, doesn't matter. The family's going to be there, you know. Uh, our son right now, he's eight months old. So he loves when dad comes home and, you know, it's, uh, it's real nice. Yeah. <laughs> the other two like it too. They do, but, you know, they're kind of like, meh, dad's home. I've seen him before. <laughs> yep. I want to say I'm, I'm grateful for my family as well, but beyond just our, our five, um, my parents and just... She's trying to make me look bad. No, no, no. <laughs> But that's the main reason I wanted to move back here is to be around my, my brother and my parents. And we spent my, I have my nephews three days a week. Wow. So we have lots of family time from going from zero to almost every day. So yeah. I am grateful for that because I grew up only seeing my family on holidays. So yeah. I'm just really grateful that we were able to give them all the family support and have all the family support. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty awesome. Okay, so this is a big topic, so I always ask, what's your favorite form of self-care? Because it's hard to figure out what's good it's for you. It's really hard. Um, it really varies by what's going on in my life. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's, uh, you know, being able to tell the boss no, like, hey, I'm not going to work this overtime this day. I, I, need, I need some me time. Yeah. And, you know, go out fishing or, you know, just even just take a day off and, hang out with the family and you know yeah you got stuff you could do to the house or you could do that but being able to say no I'm I'm gonna you know just take some time for myself and and really dedicate it to that yeah I'd agree um obviously don't have a boss to tell no but uh, I think sometimes it's as simple as putting a movie on and just going to sit outside for 10 minutes because yeah. that quiet can just do so much for you and besides that just we we play 
taking care of ourselves together, like playing games together, reading books together, just hanging out, watching a movie. It's just, it's a reset. Yeah. And self-care by yourself is great, obviously, but that just makes it worth it. Yeah. You know? But I do, that quiet time is definitely <laughs> necessary. Yeah. Sometimes it's a drive, you know? Drives are good. But, yeah, you know. I agree. All right, cool. Last one, most important. Oh, we're victorious or Mustang born? Mustang born. Mustang. Mustang. I know. It's always yeah. Mustang born. I love Onward Victorious. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> Mustang born is just like, it was always a competition. Who could be the loudest? And that's. Yeah, and I feel like uh, Onward Victorious, you know, it's it's a long, drawn out It's easy <laughs> yeah. to be uh, real, real powerful when it's real short. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Well, it didn't hurt, right? Not at all. No. All right, cool. Thank you so much for. <laughs> Joining me and trying to get my podcast going back up. It's going to be great. Yeah, we yeah. appreciate you inviting us on here. Yeah. Awesome. Wish we would have had this back then. This, um, these kids are lucky to have this sort of thing. Do you thing. make them listen to it? <laughs> or you're like, hey, Yeah. Down. All right. Cut. <laughs> <laughs>
her and Coach Hyde, as we share now, Coach Sanchez. Um, you know, I had the boys, but we we were family. That was my goal: is to make Mustang Soccer one unified soccer family. And so, you know, that's always my goal: is family, Milwaukee family, everybody, todos. Doesn't matter what where you're from, what your background is, idioma que hablas, right? Whatever family. Um, and so I, you know, having Jessica there highlighting that not only is it okay, but it is dignified to be a parent, to be the one at home to do the work because it's a lot of work and, you know, we don't speak about that enough as a society. Um, so thank you, Jessica, for all that you do. Seth, keep you know, stay humble, stay hungry, as you're saying. Um, so, right, that's that. A uh, little bit about what's happening here. You know, it's this season two. Last year, I would have had, you know, 10 episodes already. But this year, fall 21, you know, it's been tough with the COVID. Um, everything, everything's been tough short staff members we were down to two counselors for a bit we're back up to three we should have four um and you know if if you really do the math we probably need like six counselors because students need the opportunity to to you know, process and assess and evaluate and plan and dream and plan again and help making those decisions to move forward um so so it's been difficult but i've missed speaking with the mustang graduates and the, you know, the mustang family and uh, sharing these stories so thank you if you're if you're listening thank you for coming back thank you for sticking with me thank you for being supporters because in the end whether you're a mustang or not you know these stories help i think they help shape lives and i appreciate them all right, wrapping it up right here. I hope you are taking a moment to bring in that background music provided to us by Mustang Ep, lowercase e, double capital P. You know, he's family, Mustang family representing Milwaukee and Southeast Portland. And I love the message that, you know, we ain't in it for the short run. We're here for the long run. As always, be healthy and well out there. And go Mustangs. Was never in it for the short run. Long distance, never distant, hit the home run. Play the fool, play the everybody, and we all on it. The same mission, I ain't leaving till it's all gone. Ooh, was never in it for the short run. Long distance, never distant, hit the home run. Single two, since I'm back to get it, cause I lost one. Same mission, I ain't leaving till it's all gone.